Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. A shot of entertainment to the head. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the entertainment. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Everett Lee Show podcast. I am the Everett Lee. Quick shout out to everyone who follows me on Twitter. You can follow me at the lower Everett Lore Score Lee, Facebook.com slash Everett Lee. Click that thumbs up. And of course, Podcast Cindy Network, official host of the Everett Lee Show. But tonight, you're watching me on my Twitch channel, the Everett Lee, right here on Twitch.tv. And I hope everyone enjoyed last night's Deathmatch Russell podcast. I was co hosting with him. Last night, that was a really awesome episode that we did last night with uh, with Rissa Pappas. Probably pronouncing that wrong. Don't butcher me if I pronounce your name wrong, Rissa. But we had a good time. We talked a lot of things and about every other thing in between. And it was great being a co-host right there and not being front and center. But tonight, I'm back on my own show, my own podcast with another guest I want to welcome to the program tonight. She is none other than Killer Kaitlyn from Kentucky's Own Wrestling. How you doing there, Kaitlyn? I'm good. How are you? Ah, oh, pretty good. Pretty good. I just uh, had a little bit late start there with the with the time. Time gets away from you when you don't really expect it, you know? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it definitely does. It definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> there for a while there, with me interviewing a lot of talent from Kentucky's own wrestling, I've you're the second female talent from Kentucky's own wrestling I've had on my podcast. So it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good getting getting uh, some female talent on here and talking with them and talking about a lot of things with wrestling and. Just everything in between. And first thing I want to ask is, uh, where whereabouts you grew up at? I grew up in the little Somerset, Kentucky. Oh, nice. Not much. <laughs> been you pretty much been there your whole life. Yeah. 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 When when did you first start to get into wrestling? What at? What age can you remember when you first started seeing wrestling? Um, I was about seven or eight. Uh, my dad was a wrestler up at, uh, down here at USWF, like out of Georgetown, Lexington. And him and my grandpa would take me and my cousin Jaden to shows. And like once I started really getting into it, I started watching WWE, and I've just loved it ever since. Oh, nice, nice. What watching WWE and uh, getting into watching that? What was some of what was some of your your favorite your favorite wrestlers that you like watching on TV? Oh lordy, there's a bunch. <laughs> uh, which I started when I started watching WWE. It was like the older stuff, like from back then. There's like Hulk Hogan. I've seen Undertaker. Uh, who else? Uh, I watched some of like the D Generation X era. That's mostly like what set me off. Like that's I was all like, oh, I want to be like them when I'm older, wrestling, beating people up, you know, beating the shit out of them. 
and I just went from there. Nice, nice attitude error. The DX. That's that's pretty awesome. I remember watching attitude error was one of my favorite errors there. I was it was right around my senior year of high school, right before I got out of high school when attitude error was really picking up. Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, DX, The Nation. Undertaker being all dark, and then him getting into a rivalry with uh, his brother Kane. But DX did some crazy stuff, man. They did some crazy stuff. I like how DX would one up on the nation all the time. That 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 was a great rivalry right there. I just love watching that. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good watching those rivalries right there with the DX and stuff. And I just, you got to love the Attitude Era and everything about it and everything in between with what what they did. And Hogan, of course, Hogan, man, who does not like Hulk Hogan? <laughs> For real. I know. He's still going, man. I can't believe it. You believe that at the age he's at, he's still just Hulkamania, man. People still love him. It's amazing, ain't it? It is. It is. It definitely is. When watching watching them, your favorite wrestlers on TV, and seeing that and wanting to get into it, where where did you and when did you decide I'm gonna get into the ring? I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm gonna get trained. When did you decide to do that? That was. September 2017, uh, I was, I started out as a fan at KZW, and, uh, we, they, of course, they have the yearly Cage show, Cage Fury, which is coming up next month, uh, and, like, just talking to some of the wrestlers, I was like, well, you know, maybe I do want to do this, so after the Cage show that night, I, uh, pulled, Dennis Spradlin to the side, Tomahawk, whatever you want to call him. Uh-huh. And I asked him, and I just filled out my papers, and I started training a little over a year ago. Oh, nice, nice. So you're pretty much you're pretty much as they would call it. You're pretty much green in the business right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good. You're you're learning everything, and you're actually taking the proper training in getting in the ring and being a wrestler and not uh, doing, as Jim Cornette would call it, going to some outlaw backyard promotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good that you went about it the right way there and talking the the tomahawk and uh, getting there and getting in the ring and stuff. Now, have you pretty much had any any matches there in KCW? I haven't had any single ones. I've had, uh, my first one was at Hardcore Christmas 2, and I've had, let's see, a paddle and pole match with all the other girls, and I was included in the Battle Royal, which is like the guys and girls at uh, Double Danger, but I haven't really had any singles matches yet. I'm trying to wait until I get like enough training so like I know what I'm doing make it look good, like, pretty much, I don't want to, like, go out there, be in the ring in front of everyone, and, like, be getting lost, and, like, oh, what do I do now, or what can I do from here, I'm trying to get all that 
like knowledge before I actually get in there into a singles match with someone. Oh, okay. Okay. But there's is there anyone I I know that I've from a lot of the pictures and a lot of videos and stuff I've seen with KZW, I've seen you come to the ring with a as a ballet with a lot of the talent and stuff and right now you're with uh, Mr. Wrestling, Jeremy Rage, and B.W. Anderson. You're, you're with them right now. And I noticed at the last event that Mr. Wrestling was in the ring with uh, Big Cousin Frank. And Big Cousin Frank decided to put his hands on you. What the heck happened from the pictures I've seen? What what made him do that? Made you throw, get you in the ring? I guess he just wanted a little feel, since I'm the obviously the best looking thing there. <laughs> he just wanted a little feel. Tried to get rage worked up, but technically, if you go back and watch, we actually won the match. Frank low blowed the ref. That should have been it right there. But oh, he did. He did. Wow. So that should have been it, but, you know, everyone's for Frank, but we actually won that match. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, was, I was wondering about that because I noticed, like, um, he, he got his hands on you there. He got, he got pretty, you know, physical there with you, and uh, <laughs> I didn't know what, what to expect because I was just sitting there looking looking at the pictures and stuff and everything and i know uh miss mr wrestling jeremy rage filled it filled me in on it last week when i was talking with him how he got he got physical and i i just can't believe the champ would do that man i i thought i knew frank but i mean it's 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 crazy it's crazy with everything that's going on and stuff and uh i know uh mr wrestling was saying that you're pretty pretty much on your way to uh, getting into a getting a shot, and your eyes are set on the uh, on the women's uh, title there. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. So you you have you have your eyes set on the champ right now, right? Yes. Yeah. You have anything you want to say to the champ? When, because she, she could probably be listening right now. Do you have anything you want to say say to the champion? I just hope she knows what she's in for when I get all my training done because I'm straight going after her. So Harley better watch out. Oh, uh, Harley better watch out. <laughs> I noticed Harley's been been running around with uh, Darkness Worldwide, David Barma's spe- Spectre, his group right there, his coming to KZW. How do you feel about his presence in KZW right now in Kentucky Zone Wrestling? Mm, it's it's alright, I guess. I'm not really too big on it, but right. oh well. Oh well, <laughs> you don't really care. You don't really care too much about it right now because because darkness worldwide is not really really a, a threat to you right now. 
I mean, that's the only reason Harley joined them is to pretty much stay out of my way. Like when we're out there, she knows better because she knows once I get going, I'm not going to stop. That's the only reason she went and joined them because if anything did happen between me and her, she'd have them to back her up, blah, blah, blah. But I got rage, so if something did happen to go down, not saying it will, not saying it won't, which I got him, he can beat anyone. So. Yeah, he but pretty. Yeah. He so pretty that's much. That's the only reason he joined them. Right. He he he's Mr. Wrestling man, Mr. Wrestling Jeremy Rage. He can he's he's the guy. He's tag team champ with B. W. Anderson. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be, you know, a be in their corner right there? I mean, why would you not? <laughs> right? For real? Yeah. Yeah, for real. For real, definitely. Definitely. Have you did you check out this weekend? Did you happen to catch SummerSlam this weekend? I actually did not. We had a show Sunday night and we haven't gotten a chance to watch it just yet. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you stayed away on social media about what they were talking about Sunday? No, no. I usually like if I know uh, there's a pay per view on, I know like not to get on Facebook or try not to, or if I like see a post about it, just like scrolling past it so it don't ruin everything for me. Yeah, I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> you have what? Uh, what did you happen to see at uh, one time that it ruined it for you? What What happened there? It was which pay per view was it? It was one not too long ago. I think when it was Kofi and Daniel Bryan, like that whole pay per view. A certain person on my Facebook that we also wrestle with, not to mention any, not mentioning any names, mm-hmm. literally posted every single person who won. I was like, "What the crap?" <laughs> like, what about the other of us? The others of us who hasn't gotten to watch it yet? Yeah, that's that's crazy. That is, I I my. My nephew one time, he ended up, it was right before one of a Ring of Honor, they had one of their uh, pay-per-views. I was waiting to watch it because I think it was Jay Lethal. I think it was Jay Lethal was in the main event or it was was someone in the main event. My nephew all of a sudden texted me and was like, blah, 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 won the world title. I was like, thank you. I, I texted him back. I said, thank you. I said, now I don't want to watch pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, you got to watch it. I said, you ruined it for me. Thank you. <laughs> so the following week, NXT had their takeover, and I believe it was when, um, shoot, I think it was, uh, I think it was when uh, Kevin Owens won the NXT title. So I got on there real quick, and I texted him. I said, Kevin Owens won the NXT title. And I didn't hear nothing from him. <laughs> and so I was like, there you go. And then I, I got a hold of him. I'm like, hey, man. Um, I was like, did you get my text? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I was like, have you watched 
did you watch the pay-per-view? Oh, no. Well, I, I was like, yeah, now you know how it feels, man. He, he's done for that. Real. Yeah, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> don't ruin it because I hate it. I hate that when when people ruin it for you and uh, putting out stuff. What about what about movies? You ever had that happen to you with movies? Yeah, all the time. Like, uh, well, like of course, like when movies are in like theaters and crap, especially like when Harry. When uh, Harry Potters were coming out, because mm-hmm. like, I'm a big Harry Potter nerd, honestly, and like Avengers, all that, mm-hmm. every single time would not fail. Someone would either post it on Facebook or I'd hear it. I'd get a text message about what happened, who died. I'm like, are you freaking serious? <laughs> like, there was one point, I think it was, which one was it? One of the Avengers movies, they told me who died at the end, and I actually threw my phone at the wall and busted it all up. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Screw everyone. Really upset you. I mean, yeah. I mean, it. do you think you think people do that just to, just to get you mad, just to, just to get your reaction? you think they usually do that? I'm like 99% sure that's the reason why these people do it. <laughs> just they know on... I'm like a big movie person. They're like, oh, well, let's just spoil this for Kaylin. It's like, screw you all. <laughs> I'm just going to live my life without a cell phone from now on. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy with these cell phones and how, how to me, it feels how small we are now with how fast information travels because just back if you look back at 20 20 years or even if you go 30 30 years how fast compared to now i mean now compared to back then how fast information travels because you're finding you're hearing and you're finding out stuff around the world on the other side of the world before you know, you know it. It's right there in front of you at your fingertips. And I feel sometimes that these devices basically just kind of takes over and some people just freak out because if they don't have, if they don't look down at yourself, if they're not looking down at their phone, then, and then if they don't have it or if it dies, it's their world ends. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. It's just sometimes I just like to disconnect every once in a while. I usually would take a day during the week and I just just disconnect, unplug myself, go off the grid and just enjoy, you know, doing doing different things without having to worry about looking at my phone. I mean, I'd still have my phone there though, but uh only like to answer like phone calls if someone called me but like staying off of you know off of social media and just away and just going out and doing something with my family and just staying away because I've I've done that plenty of times before I've had uh, um, David Russell and you were last last week or was on his uh, podcast there and one day he he called he called me a few times trying to get a hold of me. Next day he got a hold of me, man. Hey man, I tried to get a hold of you. What happened? And I'm like, I disconnected, man. I didn't want to be bothered. 
you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just that, you have to do that sometimes i feel me for personally for me because everything gets all everything gets pretty much to me to a point and i have to step back and say enough's enough and it's it's basically it's like put the phone down and just do something and i'm gonna take a quick break and give a shout out to the sponsors of podcast city network the following support and sponsor podcast city network city limits tap room sports bar in the land florida has brew on tap Sir food the grilled cheese is excellent for upcoming events, check out City Limits Tap Room on Facebook.com slash City Limits Tap Room. Morph Tea, a comfortable and lightweight 100% polyester t-shirt with illustrated morph characters that, when worn, will make the illustrations seem to come to life. For more of Tony Rodriguez's work, you can see his full line of apparel at teespring.com. Sports Sanity Customs have worked with organizations from custom embroidering polo shirts to jerseys for your kids' baseball team. They do it all. Armed with state-of-the-art equipment and an in-house design team, they are equipped to take on your next project. Visit their website to learn more, sportsanitycustoms.com. Visit Sports Sanity Customs on Facebook.com slash Customs. Three Count Design offers a wide range of graphic design products, video, photography and other forms of media. Everything from t-shirt designs to websites. Visit Facebook.com slash 3CountDesign for more. Demo Blast Studios, an explosion of imagination. Original artwork, podcasts, video, apparel and more. Visit DemoBlastStudios.com. Visit DemoBlastStudios on Facebook.com slash DemoBlastStudios, the best family entertainment pro wrestling show in the state of Kentucky. Kentucky's own wrestling brings quality family vintage wrestling to a town near you. Kentucky's Own Wrestling offers a ladies division in wrestling and a training school. Kentucky's Own Wrestling is the current longest running southern promotion. Visit Facebook.com slash Somerset Kentucky's Own Wrestling. All supporters and sponsors are brought to you by Podcast City Network. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. You ever had a situation where your cell phone died and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do now? You ever had anything like that before? That's literally me all the time. Like, any time it dies or, like, about to die, I'm always, like, freaking out. I'm running around asking everyone, like, do you have a charger? Do you have a charger? <laughs> I'm just, I can't live without my phone. Even if I, like... <laughs> Even if I was going to get paid to live without my phone, I couldn't do it. Okay. I love my phone too much. Like, I feel completely naked without it. Like, I have to have it right there in my hand. Especially, like, on, uh, like, traveling shows, especially, like, long shows. That's, like, four or five hours away. Yeah. Like, I got to have it plugged up, listening to my music. Like, I just got to have it. I can't live without it. Yeah. Yeah. Now... Now training and stuff, um, like, do you do you do anything? Do you do any cardio or anything? Not really. I probably should, but usually I just throw my gear on or throw whatever I'm on training on. Pretty much just run in the ring with uh, Jeremy here, and 
we just go at it. Yeah. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah, I was asking is because I was going to ask you if you did is like what uh, what what's your playlist? What music do you that pumps you up? What what actually what uh, what type of music you listen to and what song really pumps you up and gets you going to get you excited? You're like, yeah, man, yeah, I'm gonna get into it. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm a big fan of uh, like. Puddle of Mud, Breaking Benjamin, bands like that. But I'd say my favorite is probably like Post Malone. Mm-hmm. I know. Freaking millennials these days, I swear. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, probably like Post Malone, uh, Rockstar. Let me see. There's another one. Uh, the Puddle of Mud, Psycho. I used that as my entrance theme for a little while while I was with Repic. Yeah. That's probably like my biggest go-to song because I'm like, all right, it's here. It's about to go down. Like just any time, that's really the two songs that pump me up the most. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was I was uh, talking about talking about songs pump you up. I'm sitting there at work today. I'm sitting there working, and I'm like, I want to hear some Metallica. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And some one of the coworker come by and is like, what? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like the James Hetfield. Oh yeah. And they're like, okay. And I was and I was sitting there just humming like, uh, seek and destroy. And like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just in the mood for some Metallica. So I threw on I threw on some Metallica. And I'm sitting there listening to uh, Hardwire Self Destruct. And they're looking at me like, okay, and I'm just sitting there just, you know, just bobbing my head and just sitting there humming the the first guitar riff. That guitar riff just comes blaring in, and it's just, it's good. Uh, to me, I I love Ride the Lightning's my favorite Metallica album, followed up by Master and Puppets. But I'll tell you which one sounds the best in my vehicle, in my, uh, in my, in my car is uh injustice for all the uh one any song from there because the way i got my e, uh, eq set it just it it's it just sounds great but the the new stuff i i like the last album or the latest album they have out to hardware self-destruct because i mean they got some pretty damn good songs on there and to me it's like they've matured into just really good mu- musicians with the uh, with the structure of their songs and the riffs and everything. Are you, you like Metallica? I do, actually. Yeah. That's one of... If I had to choose, that's probably like one of my favorite bands. Like I just love like everything they come out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they've done some great stuff, man. They've done some great stuff. I feel bad about uh, Megadeth. You, you, listen to, you ever listen to Megadeth? Oh, I probably have. Yeah. I just can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, Megadeth Megadeth's pretty good. I, I feel bad about Dave Mustang, their singer, because he's uh, recuperating from throat cancer, which sucks, man, because he's such a great talent. I hate hearing about stuff like that with, like, bands I've grown, grown up listening to, and then as years go on, it's just all of a sudden they're just 
something like that happens just sucks, man. I just I wish him the best, and I just hope he he beats it because he's one tough son of a bitch, man. And just he's Dave Mustaine. I mean, Megadeth wouldn't be Megadeth if something happened to him. And God, let's hope not. Let's hope nothing happens and he beats this cancer because fuck cancer. <laughs> I got to say that. <laughs> For real. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. I hate it. I hate it because I know cancer, cancer pretty much took my, pretty much took my uh, father's life in 2012, prostate cancer. And I just, my, my older brother caught the signs of prostate cancer one of my older brothers and he he took treatments and basically stopped it before he can do anything so thank god for that but i mean it just you know shit like that in this world is just is pretty messed up just knowing someone close going through something like that and what one thing i like is getting into music Watching wrestling, and it just it it helps. It it definitely helps, you know. Yeah. It definitely does. You ever speaking of music? You ever been to any concerts or any um, places to see bands play? There's been a uh, lot when I was younger, like younger in my teenage years. Uh, I mean, my mom would always, like, take me to church and everything, and we'd usually go to uh, Winter Jam up here in Lexington, like, big Christian bands and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a few times, it's like every summer up in Somerset, uh, I think it's either KU or RECC, like the electric company, they'll, like, pay, like, a big musician to come in. So I've seen, like, Lone Star, uh... What's his name? Rodney Adkins and a bunch of others just from that. But I haven't been to any like major big concerts. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've I've been to Winter Jam. They actually came down here to uh Florida. They came to uh Jacksonville and a friend of mine took uh me and me and my wife and we went up there with them to uh Winter Jam. I got to see Skillet perform live at Winter Jam. That was freaking awesome. But the one thing I hated was the the sound. They basically, whoever mixed and was running sound, uh, thought everyone could hear it if you crank everything. Because you, you've you listened to Skillet, right? Yeah, Skillet's yeah. one of my like, top favorite Christian bands mm-hmm. there is. Yeah, they're 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 awesome. I'd I'd love to definitely see them again. I'd like to see them again. Honestly, I like to see them again on a more of arena and not like like where they were at for up in Jacksonville for Winter Jam. I like to see them more of like an open arena where the sound and the acoustics actually sound better and someone can run the damn sound because. <laughs> it just it it was horrible. It was horrible because you know how they have the songs where their drummer does you know where they have the dual vocals where she, their drummer sings and you know does the songs where she has her lines and stuff. 
You can hardly yeah. hear her. I was yelling at the top of my lungs. I'm like, turn her freaking mic up. And I guess <laughs> they heard me because when after that first song, because they were the last act to play. I've seen so many that was there. I couldn't I got to tell you who and what was the bands. I know the one band that was there that had that one song um, that was really popular, The Best Day of My Life. You know that song? Oh, yeah. 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 I forget the band. They were there. I got to see them, and they performed that song, which I thought was cool. But Skillet, after that second, when they broke into that second song, and it was a song where um, where uh, Jen Ledger was singing, I was like, yeah, you can hear her now, man. Because <laughs> it just, it was distorted. Distorted. I just, I hate that. It reminded me of going back to my days in the clubs, those tiny clubs where the they cranked the soundboard and it just, dude, switch the levels out because the sound sucks, man. I don't mind going death, but I want to make sure I can hear what's going on in a nice, good, soundful, tasteful way before I go fucking death. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just hate that. I just hate that. But yeah, I've been to, I've been to Winter Jam before. Winter Jam's great. It's great and I I love that because they it gets a lot of people together and they throw a handful of bands together and they put on some great they put on some great uh, shows, you know, with the lineups they have every year. They have I don't know who they had this year for it though, but um I don't even think they came back to Jacksonville this year for it cuz uh I think the last time I seen it was in 2017, I think, or 2016. That's when I went. I know I got the folder here on my computer. I came across it. Actually, it's funny since you mentioned that the other day because I was like, oh, yeah, Winter Jam. I haven't looked at those in a while because I took, took a crap load of pictures till my phone died. <laughs> and when my phone died, I'm like, oh, no. I looked at my wife. I'm like, your phone dead? No. I was like, good. How, what, what's your percentage at? I'm at 30%. I'm like, shut your phone off. Quit taking pictures. Why? I said, because my phone's dead. And <laughs> I said, anyone calls us, they can't get a hold of me. They're going to call you. <laughs> she said, okay. So she kept her phone on there. She kind of looked at me. She's like, one take pictures. I was like, I've took all the pictures we need. I was like, you can look at them anytime <laughs> on my computer. They're right there for you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's it's funny I you said that because they're they're on there I ran across them there as updating pictures of my of my daughter I got so many freaking pictures it's ridiculous I basically got a picture for about almost every year of her life already in her in her two years so I am gonna have that one picture where basically when she does get older I am gonna embarrass her Right in front of her boyfriend. <laughs> you know, you ever, you ever, you ever had, uh, you ever had a moment where your parents would like embarrass you in front of your friends or your like your boyfriend or anything? Oh yeah, they're plenty. Uh, like when I was younger, I always had the habit of like cutting my own hair, like mm. when I was in elementary school. Right. And they would always manage to be, like, right before picture day. So here I am on picture day with this fucked up haircut, these fucked up bangs, you know, all that good shit. <laughs> but, like, every year, or, like, every picture, like, we took, 
they would always bomb them and then frame them and put them in the living room for like everybody to see. <laughs> it was just, it was god awful. I fucking hated it so bad. <laughs> I was like, seriously, you can't like put those like somewhere else or just throw them away, burn them, whatever you have to do. They were like, no, we're going to keep these so your kids can see them and your grandkids. <laughs> Hopefully teach them a lesson to not cut their own hair. I'm like, well, okay. If you want to do that, go ahead. <laughs> that's 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 crazy. You that gives me an idea. I I probably should I probably should do that there. You know when she brings a boyfriend over for the first time. The only thing I hope she don't bring Tommy Lee home. That's the only thing I hope she don't do because <laughs> I am just gonna freak out because I just I don't know. I just uh, I all I can do is just guide her. And then hopefully when she gets older, she uses that right judgment and she just does that and she don't bring home Tommy Lee. That's the only thing I, only thing I want, you know. And it's like, don't do nothing stupid where you expose yourself or do anything, you know. So she's, yeah. she's already pretty smart, so she's already showing that. So I basically just got to get her in karate lessons and you know taekwondo and then i'm pretty much I, I i wouldn't have to worry about her because she'd kick ass or get her in wrestling you know you know get her in yeah. wrestling and just get her into that and she put someone in an arm bar and match that getting a call from the school it's like come please pick up your daughter why she put little jimmy in an arm bar <laughs> <laughs> Well, did he tap out? <laughs> that's the only thing. That's that's the only thing. <laughs> that's 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 funny. There, um, I'm, so, you know, with with your parents embarrassing you there with the you cutting your own hair. I even cut my own hair once, man. I cut a big bald spot in the back, and I had to shave my head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we all done that before. We've all done that before. At least, at least I've not got done where I've gotten wasted and ended up cutting my own hair. Wake up next morning trying to figure out who cut my hair, and it was like you did. You cut your hair. <laughs> you killed that fifth of Jack, and then you just had to become a hairstylist. Why is it? Why is it when people get when they get wasted, they get hammered, they decide to become hairstylists? Why is that? Why? Why is that? They want to cut people's hair. They want to cut their hair. You know, it's yeah. It's, I don't know why that happens. I don't know why that happens. And and then it's like I I've known people who said they've like tried to try to lose weight. But then they smoke too much weed and they eat everything in the house. That's like, well, right there, that's a problem right there. Yeah, is just quit smoking, quit smoking, and then uh, you can, you know, commit yourself to your what you want to do. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's just crazy how things happen like that. It just happen like that. You ever you ever been to a get together or party where um, the first person that passes out is you know you get that person that always passes out. And when they pass out, that's when everyone takes notice, and that's when the ribbing and the messing begins. You ever, you ever noticed that? I have. I've been the one to like sit there, 
There's been a few parties like I would go to like with my friends and everything after I graduated. I'd always hang out with like the older kids, like three, four years older, the ones who like knew where everything was going on. Mm-hmm. And like just to, like make myself stand out, I'd be the one like sitting there like drawing faces or like tickling them after I like put uh like shaving cream or whatever in their hand, I'd sit there and tickle them, and they'd <laughs> like smack their face themselves. I'd always be the one to do that. <laughs> that's always funny. That that's always funny to do to someone at a, at a party. You sit there and uh, and put uh, put shaving cream in their hand, and they smacked their hand. Um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, I think it was Viva La Bam or Jackass. To, they call it the. Uh, uh, critiquing or whatever it is, you take flour and they're passed out, and you throw it right in their face. You ever seen that? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that is hilarious. I had a friend one time; he ended up passing out, and I had another friend walk over, and he like he passed out on the floor, and he walked right over there, and he was on his way to the bathroom. He couldn't make it, so on his way going to the bathroom, he was basically. Pulling down a zipper, and then all of a sudden, he just—I was like, I was over on the couch there, and I was like, uh, I was like, laid back on the couch there, and and I seen him going to the bathroom, but I closed my eyes, go back, like, kind of fall back asleep, and I heard all of a sudden, I hear, "What the fuck, man?" I look up, there he is, <laughs> pissing on his head. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That didn't end too well, man. <laughs> oh gosh. That didn't end too well. That was, that was just nuts. <laughs> just crazy, crazy stuff like that, though. But it's crazy. Last last week when I talked to when I talked to Mr. Wrestling there, he said you guys guys been playing the two K games. Um, how do you how do you like the playing the WWE two K games? I like them for the most part, uh, which I'm not a big video game person. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really not. I'm just, like, more sit here on my phone, listen to music, all that good stuff. Right. Uh, like, the main reason, like, I'll play them is, like, like, if I sit there and watch, like, closely enough, like, I can learn new moves. And I got my test dummy here with me all the time. <laughs> so I'll pretty much like just jerk him up and be like, "Hey, I want to know how to do this. I want to know how to do that." So I'll show him what I want to know, and like we'll just sit here in the bedroom floor and freaking learn wrestling moves all night, pretty much. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. It's it's like you uh, you ever go over and look at look at matches and stuff on YouTube there, or you just look at something like. Uh, like for example, pull up anything on the archives of like WWE Network, and you sit there and watch it, and and ch- kind of just like go over watching matches because just trying to you know get an idea and learn learn something, and then be like, you know what, I'm gonna use that right there. I'm gonna use this and stuff. Um, um, what what type of style of wrestling do you like? You like the you like the technical you like the high flying or do you like the um the i don't know um what else to say um just like the uh like the juggernaut the big men what what do you like 
I like the technical. Uh, to me, like nothing to the high flyers or everything or anything. But like the high flying stuff to me, I don't know. I just feel like like they're sitting there trying to do that pretty stuff and like stand out and everything. And most of the time, like the fans are like, "Yeah, that's pretty," but other times they're like, "What's going on?" Like it takes attention away from like the whole match. There's pretty much like no story right. to it. They're just pretty much doing all these high spots, trying to get attention. I'm just, I don't know. That's just me. But I'm more of like the technical style of wrestling. Okay, okay. More like, uh, more like a, like how Bret Hart, being a technician, I mean he he has some pretty good. He's had some great matches, man. Bret the Hitman Hart. Um, with like, especially with Shawn Michaels. If you go back and watch that rivalry right there and the matches they have, especially like that sixty-man Iron Man match they had. <clears throat> excuse me, it's freaking great. It's freaking great, man. It's just technical stuff is pretty damn awesome, and that's that's cool. I'm glad glad you like stuff like that there, and there's so much stuff. Like, we were talking about, like, how everything's at your fingertips. There's so much wrestling that you can get a, a hold of. It's un, it's unreal, ridiculous. It is, ain't it? It, it is, mm-hmm. honestly. It is. It is. AEW. I've asked everyone this. What, what are your thoughts about AEW? This new promotion, they they start, I believe, on I think it's October second. They're going to be on TNT. Pretty much, a lot of people say that's WWE's competition there, and they have a handful of great talent. What are what are your thoughts when you hear someone mention AEW? My honest thoughts on like that kind of stuff, like people saying. Yeah, it's WWE's competition. I pretty much, because I'm not, like, one to choose, like, WWE, AEW, that kind of stuff. I'm pretty much just, like, I mean, it's wrestling. It's it's more wrestling on TV that we can watch. Uh, Like, we all, I mean, we're all in it for the same reason. We love the sport. We love what we do, all that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all for like every promotion for wrestling. Like if how do I say it? You you want all promotions to do thought. great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I, I do too. I like to see I like to see a lot of these promotions do well and do great. I definitely do. I'm I'm right there right there with you. I like to see AEW grow into a great promotion. The slump the WWE's in, I love to see them get out of it and prosper and continue on. And just they they will. But yeah, I I like to see a lot of these promotions. I like to see all all promotions and of wrestling do great and hit greatness and beyond. And yeah, I I agree with you right there. Definitely with that, I definitely do. Now. Speaking of KZW, Kentucky Zone Wrestling, I know they have a couple shows coming up here. I know um, I'm going to pull up here on the screen here. 
they have uh, a couple events coming up. Um, they have one on right here. Welcome to welcome to our jungle on Saturday, August thirty first. Can you tell me anything about that right there? Really, the only thing I can say about that is, is it Frankie wrestling? The 31st? Isn't it like you? Me and uh, Beto against Frank and Larry McCoy. Yeah, that's it. Frank. Frank just wants to get his hands on me, except because I cheated him in that match, and I didn't cheat. Yeah. Pretty much like he said, Frank basically just wants his hands on Rage because he apparently cheated in the match, which everyone knows. Yeah. We've never cheated a day in our life. But all I got to say about that show is it's going to be a good show. But Frank and Larry McCoy, if they knew it was best for them, they wouldn't step into the ring with the Lost City Saints. Especially with me being at ring size. All right, that's I. I'm down with that right there. I'm definitely down with that. Now, uh, everybody that's in the area, or you look up on Kentucky Zone Wrestling's Facebook page there. K- Kentucky Zone Wrestling presents "Welcome to Our Jungle" Saturday, August thirty first. As Killer Caitlin said right there. Those viewing the stream and those listing the Lost City Saints, B.W. Anderson and Mr. Wrestling Jeremy Rage will take on Big Cousin Frank and Larry McCoy. And then there is a match with classic, uh, I can't even read the poster, it's too small there, Chris Chris Sterling. Yeah, and looks like he is going to have his hand-picked opponent by... The president of Kentucky Zone Wrestling there, Mr. Hurricane J.J. McGuire. And then you got the Chris Rose. Shout out to the Chris Rose. He's been on the podcast many times. And he will be going up against Chief Tomahawk. This will be at Williamsburg National Guard Armory. Doors open up at 7 p.m. Bell time, 7.30. I'll take it's $10. So if you're in the area... And what is this other event that's going on here on Saturday, August 24th, Endless Summer Fights? What is that about right there? Oh, goodness. Uh, the Endless Summer Fights. August 24th, yeah. Is it the 24th? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's... I didn't even know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you you've been training. That that's what happens. That's what happens when you're training, man. You you know you step out there for a while and that shop. Well, that's just yeah. That that looks pretty good. The poster looks pretty good. Dude, tell Mister Wrestling he's missing from this poster here. <laughs> hey, he said to tell you you're missing from the August twenty fourth poster. <laughs> So, they need to redo it and put you on it. Uh, I'm not on that poster? No. I'm calling JJ right now. <laughs> He's calling JJ. 
I know that would stir him up. <laughs> I don't mean to stir up Mr. Wrestling, man. <laughs> but that, that looks pretty good there. August 24th there. And then you said next month there's another event happening, right? It's... Uh, what Cage is, Fury. Yeah, is Cage... 13, Cage Fury 13. I saw a poster, or I saw a little preview for that right there. Yeah, Cage Fury 12. Yeah, okay. yeah happening next month. Our big cage show, that 16 foot, yeah. 16 foot high cage. Got people jumping off the top of the cage, doing moonsaults off of them. Damn. People getting their faces busted on the cage. Jeez. It's going to be a pretty hardcore show. Wow. It's one of my favorites. It's one of your favorites. How many? How many of those have you seen before you joined the roster with KCW? I've seen five. two, two or three of them. Yeah, I had seen. You seen two or three of them? What? What was your favorite one? If you can uh, remember off the top of your head, or. I'd say my favorite one was back the 2017 one at KCW. Uh, it was it was Redick and uh, Johnny Swade. Yeah. When like they were teamed up, and uh, honestly, Johnny Swade like just beat the living shit out of Redick. I just thought it was hilarious. That was my favorite one because I didn't really care much for Repic at the time. Like, yeah. I just thought he was some big dumbass where he does all that high flying, trying to get, trying to make it stuff look pretty shit with that big ass head of his. <laughs> uh, I'd say that was my favorite one. And they had like a lot of other good matches too that night. Yeah. That's, that's cool. I'm definitely going to have to check that out, man, when they post stuff up. When Kentucky's Own Wrestling puts that stuff up, I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds awesome. I love it. I love it. And uh, this has been fun, man, talking with you. I'd love to get you back on again another time, and you're always welcome to come back on and just, you know, talk and, you know, shoot the shit. So before we end this uh, program tonight um, where can f- people find more of Killer Caitlin I have uh, of course KZW uh, you can find me on the website and stuff I have a Killer Caitlin page on Facebook so be sure to go lock it share it get my name out there uh, I'll let me see I'm making appearances and appearances Saturday at BCW Blue Gosh Championship Wrestling. And Sundays, you can find me at WCCW Wildcat Championship Wrestling. So anywhere, Facebook, uh, at any of the shows I just mentioned, I will be there. Nice. Nice. That's, that is awesome, man. I, I enjoy that. Uh, that's, that is awesome. That's all I gotta say, <laughs> and I wanna wanna thank you for coming on tonight. And before we do close, I do wanna mention that um, you could head over to podcastsay.net for latest podcast and content over there on the website. There, 
You can follow Podcast Scene Network over on Facebook, Podcast Scene Network, and then over on Twitter at Podcast Scene Net. And subscribe to Podcast Scene Network YouTube channel for the latest video podcast and much, much more. And subscribe to Podcast Scene Network over on your Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Podcast City Network, and you can check more of the Everett Lee Show out. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. For more of the Everett Lee Show on social media, follow and like the Everett Lee Show on Facebook, the Everett Lee Show, Twitter at the Everett underscore Lee, Instagram Everett Lee Show. Audio versions of this podcast and previously released podcast can be found on EverettLeeShow.podbean.com. Stitcher Radio, The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. Apple Podcast, The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. YouTube, The Everett Lee Show, subscribe to the channel. The Everett Lee Show, your shot of entertainment to the head. That right there is it. Do you have any last words or anything you want to say, Caitlin, before we end this show? Thank you for having me. It was great. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. And uh, I want to thank everyone tuning in tonight and listening to this podcast. Everybody signing off. Have a good night. We'll see you again next week for another exciting episode of the Everly Show. Bye.